good day. Welcome. You are listening to Conversations from the Porch with your host, author, researcher, and intrepid truth teller, Jack Hart. Jack is looking at the forest through the trees somewhere on the Cumberland Plateau. Now, from the porch, here's Jack Hart. Clear morning here in Tennessee on the Cumberland Plateau. Uh, you know, I'm feeling really optimistic. Uh, I, as a matter of fact, this is probably uh, the most optimistic or best I've felt about the state of, of, of the world uh, since uh, Putin invaded uh, the Ukraine. Well, that may sound, uh, that may sound like, uh, 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 how, oh, yes, I, I'm a, a Putin, Putin Easter, I'm a, I'm a Putin supporter. No, 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 no. Uh, I've been writing about the, these bio labs, as was others on Veterans Today, since 2014, 2015. We were painfully aware of those bio labs. Uh, and I thought the greatest thing that ever could happen is they get sacked, and they did. Now, I looked around. It's like that 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 uh, song by Jim Morrison. I love that with uh, uh, L.A. Uh, like the little girl in the Hollywood bungalow with the little girl. I, well, I had a little girl on South Padre Island, but I, I looked all around to see which way the wind blow when the COVID fiasco started. And I, we culminated that with our September uh, a newsletter uh, in 2021, I believe it was. Uh, and a lot of the things Robert Kennedy is saying, uh, we said in that letter about Dazak, about, uh, about Fauci. Now, Fauci, you know, in Sanskrit, I believe Fauci means to deceive, uh, to, 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 to cast delusion. Uh, it's uh, it's a demonic name, and that that is that is a demonic individual. Uh, it's coming out now uh, because of Robert Kennedy, that in 2002 he was given his his salary was doubled, and he was made uh, he was made the head of uh, 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 biological weapons. What you're being told that he he's a doctor. Uh, well, he's got a doctorate, but. <laughs> he ain't looking to cure anybody. Uh, when you make a biological weapon, you must have the vaccine because it's coming back in your face, and that's 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 a given with any biological weapon. That's why he works on vaccines. But the main idea was gain of function and to create a, a, a biological weapon. Now they used it. They used they they used it. Uh, uh, they, that Antrax, uh, Fauci talks about that. The uh, only two uh, senators, uh, congressmen, I believe, that were uh, uh, opposed to the Patriot Act after uh, after September 11th uh, were dosed with that Antrax. And it came from Fort Detrick, uh, which was a, a subsequently closed down under Barack Obama, as we wrote about. Uh, you know, I know a lot of you hate Obama, but. He did do he he and he gave, uh, and he, he declared a moratorium on all biological research. Undaunted, our demonic little Fauci just took it all over to the Wuhan lab. Uh, he he didn't even miss a beat, along with uh, guys like Danzak, 
and the other creep from Carolina, uh, uh, I forgot his name, uh, and the Bat Lady, the Bat Lady, and uh, oh, this was oh oh. Let us not forget Dr. Charles Lieber. You know, Dr. Charles Lieber, he's very important to this. And let's not, uh, well, uh, everybody talks about the incoherence of the vaccinated. Uh, if we look at what the, Dr. Charles Lieber's specialty was, we know why. Uh, he specialized in injectable neural networks. In other words, he inject you with something and uh, uh, this, these, these nanochips take over your body, become their own neural network. Uh, and obviously they would be... Uh, uh, take their their uh, their waters from the frequencies that 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 they received, whether they be five G, whatever else. Kind of like the zombie fungus. Just like the zombie fungus, because they used they used uh, they used bacteria and they they used fungus. But I gotta tell you that that, that and, and you know what? When I did research, Charles Lieber, I look on the bottom and who funded him? Who was paying for the way over at Harvard? But the DOD, uh, DARPA, and the NIH, the National Institute of Health, why they would be interested in injectable neural networks, so that's stretching it. Uh, they were gonna, I think they were going to fix cerebral palsy or something. Bunch of bullshit, all the, the millions and millions of dollars they gave that guy. But anyway, they threw him under the bus. That's simply because uh, his boss, uh, the head of the medical department at, at Harvard Church, was... Uh, well, he was he was a frequent flyer to Epstein Island, so they had to do something as a diversion and get the, any kind of attention away. Oh, that's probably why Epstein disappeared too. But these injectable neural networks I'd been researching since 2016, 2015, and I I I I knew it was going on as soon as I see. Uh, you know, they started with this vaccine stuff. Uh, because uh, the AAU will have been trying to get an injectable neural network into a human being for, for uh, I guess since early 20, maybe about 2010. And that's what the scientific papers were. Okay, now, I was invited. I was invited after I wrote the story, broken all, uh, breaking all that, uh, the two painted blue pieces. I was invited to stay with the DOD at the Jacksonville Naval Base. And uh, all expense paid vacation, which included a week and a Beautiful hotel uh, on St. Augustine Beach. Uh, I got to tell you, I, I, you know, they showed me, well, I guess they were trying to recruit me. Because the woman who invited me, I mean, she was sending me CFR briefs every morning. Uh, she, I, she showed me pictures of her sharing a, a laugh and a drink with uh, Bonnie Prince Charlie at the time, who was now morphed into King Charles. Uh, so this was the circle. And I went there. And I hung out with this guy, Barry, who was really running the DOD over there. Uh, I was living in his, one of his houses, the only old houses around the uh, Jacksonville Naval Base. And uh, I, was, I was staying in his master bedroom. Very spacious, very beautiful. My own shower, walk-in shower. And you go in the closet, and there's three robes hanging in there. And they look for all the world like they just came from the, the set of the ninth, uh, the, the, the ninth gate. And I asked her about them. She says, oh, oh it's, uh, this, these are uh, they're, they're Halloween costumes. Yeah, okay. Uh, and I was treated to all kinds of literature there, so among them some of the unpublished writings of Hal Pudorf. But the first book I was handed was uh, The Tribulations. Uh, uh, well, it's by the Marcus D. Sad, uh, 
what was it, the Tribulations of Juliet? That was that big book he wrote that, that was totally uh, amoral uh, and just filthy evil. Uh, I got about 100 pages into it, and I handed it back to her, and she looked so disappointed when I told her uh, he's insane. Uh, but, you know, these, pe- these are the type of people you're dealing with. These are the type of people who have 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 taken over this country. And Kennedy, Robert Kennedy, he has the goods on all these people. Uh, we we posted part of his interview from J- with Jimmy Dore, where he just gave his reasons for running. But we will post with this on the porch uh, how he traces with, uh, just, with Fauci. And now this goes back to 2002 with the DOD, the CIA, the usual suspects, the usual suspects. And now they've been working against America. They've been, they, were tra- they trained the Chinese. They trained the bat lady. Uh, and if we put them in office, and we will have to put them in office, do not, for one second, they're already trying to change where they're going to have the primary because in New Hampshire, Kennedy would, would blow them all away. So they want to put it in, uh, of course, they, they, they want to put it in Lindsey Graham's state. You know, how else could a flaming faggot and warmongering imbecile like Lindsey Graham get elected term after term unless the elections were fixed? Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't tell, uh, they ain't telling us they want to hold the primary in Pennsylvania or Arizona. I guess that would be too obvious. Oh, they want to change it to South Carolina. Anyway, we're going to publish his speech to the delegates in New Hampshire, and he gives his reasons. I only got I only got about forty minutes into it. It's like an hour speech, I guess. Uh, it was very interesting how he cleaned up the Hudson River and stuff. This this is the guy we're going to have to put in there, but it's going to have to be all of us. It's going to have to be all you guys that took oaths out there. Uh, it's going to have to be you, you, you law enforcement people. It's going to have to be the intelligence community. And it's most of all, it's going to have to be the military, and and, and you grassroots people in the streets. We need to get out in the streets and demonstrate like they do in Europe. I mean, Paris is burning right now. They're not even telling you that, or they're telling you it's because of Macron just arbitrarily decreased the social security there. But there's a lot of other reasons Paris is burning, and uh, the, the the French don't take shit like this lying down. Uh, and neither should we. They fixed the election for 20 years. Uh, he starts with, uh, with Bush's, well, to the New Hampshire primary, he doesn't say that the Democrats fixed the, Democrats fixed the uh, 2021 and 2022 elections, but they, they most certainly did. He mentions it but with his interview with Jimmy Dore. And, uh, you know, we, are, we, we definitely have not had a fair election since 2002. Uh, and what they're putting in office now, Joe Biden is scary, scary. Uh, and, and it's almost like they're making, oh, they are. They're mocking. They're mocking us by putting that thing in office. Uh, let, me, let me turn it over to Phil. I'm sure he wants to say a little too. But I, I just want to say, I, finally, I, I see a, some ray of hope. But we're all going to have to contribute. This guy's not going to just walk right in the White House. Go ahead. Well, I'm going to start with your comment about Fauci. Fauci reminds me, uh, in a little different way, of Dr. Strangelove. Um, 
Every, everything he says is an excuse for bad behavior. This guy is the personification of the evil mad scientist. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, and it goes all the way back to when he first thought, you know, it goes back 40 years. Right, right. With regard to um, RFK Jr., you know, we've been, Jack and I have been talking about him since 2019 as far as being a candidate that has the ability to not only win, but do things, get things done. Uh, he's He got things done for 22 years fighting uh, big corporations and big banks and governments as a, uh, an environmental law attorney. Um, so he knows how to get things done within and without of the system. Jack's very, very correct in my estimation that unless we all come together and, and let the people that are supposedly our leaders, unless we let them know that what has been happening is unacceptable, and the only way to do that is, is by going to your local elected officials, and if they're unresponsive, taking it to the streets and and let them know that they they're under your eye and not just one person but the entire eye of the community um, without that it's not going to happen um, the, the, the people who can, that are getting away with shit will continue to get, get away with it or continue trying it until such time as it's stomped on. If they're not stomped on, they're gonna keep doing it. And we've seen it time and time and time again. Um, Jack and I were talking about uh, Timothy Hall, or Tammany Hall, and Judge Crater, and, and all of the things that started after the Civil War that uh, in the 1930s become very blatant and of course, it was supposed to be law and order come about because it was being, uh, people were being made aware of the corruption. Today we're being made aware of corruption within the medical community, within the military, within the, the political sphere, uh, the banking community, all the corruption that we see. And you don't hear anybody calling for stamp out corruption like you did in the 30s. A uh, hundred years ago, are we going to come full circle? We might, but uh, until we do, and and we as a individuals make up our mind that we're not going to take it anymore, and then come together as a group to tell those people that we're not going to take it anymore, and have a leader that will stand up and do something about it. Because obviously Trump didn't. Um, we need a leader that, that has humanity and the planet's best interests at heart, not what's in their wallet or who they're trying to please. Kennedy is the only way we're going to avoid balkanization. Like Phil was saying before we turned on the live mics, uh, you know, now, now we're up to 
of the rural community, uh, they want a divorce, okay? It was greater than 20% for the rural communities. It was, of the 1,800 people they surveyed, 20% overall wanted a divorce between red and blue states. Um, but it was a much greater number in the rural community. Did they do the blue states too? or just yeah, it was across, yeah? So it's 20% of the people in the country, we're, we're, you know, we're talking uh, balkanization, which, you know, up till now, I've been like, bring it on. Uh, I'd prefer not to see that, but I'd prefer to have my, my Social Security and whatever else I got coming to me from this government after working my ass off for 50 years, paying taxes. Uh, I'd like to get that. I'd like to get that. Uh, but, you know, if I got to take one for the team, I, I'll take balkanization. Because, like I keep saying, the cities, are not, they're not producing anything. But then Kennedy, he's aware of all this, uh, you know. And he points the finger at, at Clinton and NAFTA. And also at Ronald Reagan uh, for, for, for consolidating the uh, communication system and, and, and giving birth to the abomination that, that, that the Western media has become, it, it literally is an abomination. You, you, if you're looking at that TV set and getting your news from there, do you, like I said, you, did you know Paris is burning? Uh, you don't know anything about what's going on in the world. Uh, and you're cheering on a coke-addicted tin horn, five-foot-one, narcissistic, actor that plays the piano with his penis uh, and Jewish Nazis uh, in the Ukraine and he pumped a hundred billion dollars into that and this why the blacks and Latinos languish in their barrios and ghettos while the Rust Belt continues to fall apart why the roads are no longer travelable tra travel you can travel, uh, well, all right, just try taking the Gotham Bridge uh, in, from Jersey uh, uh, to, to New York City. And then, and then tell, me how you, tell me how you feel about 278 or, uh, or, or uh, the other one. Tell, tell me, because you better go slow or you're going to lose an axle. They can't, uh, th 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 that's unheard of in other countries, man. You know, a lot of you ain't ever been to Europe, but you, you don't see things like that in Europe. Uh, well, you don't see the low tax rates we have here in Europe either. No. They, they pay for the, the infrastructure there. We're not paying for infrastructure here very much. No, um, we're paying for the military-industrial complex here is what we're paying right, for. Right, right. Uh, those taxes don't go anywhere near our roads. And, but uh, the $100 billion they gave to Zelensky... Well, that could have that went to the roads. And, and, no, and, it went know, to ammunition manufacturing. Well, I was going to say, but then we could have still kept our arms, our, our arms supply, too. So the military would have remained happy. Because a gun is not much good when it doesn't have any bullets. Uh, you know, uh, so I, I, that, that was just like... And then his recent, his most recent show, uh, I call him CGI Bidden. I'm not even sure he exists. Uh, he is a relic, a monument to political corruption. Bill talks about Tammany Hall. Uh, 
there's going to be a new a new uh, as a synonym for corruption when the bidden crime family is finally a memory, and it will be the bidden administration. But anyway, he uh, he gave two hundred fifty billion dollars to his cronies, his cronies in the Silicon Valley, the ones who put him in office. Then he scurried off of he scurried off the stage as, as reporters were winging questions at him, fumbled with the door. He, he looked like a pathetic little old man walking away too, trying to run, but all he could do was look wobble, and he couldn't even get the door open for a second. But anyway, that 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 is one evil evil man, uh, but he's not as evil as Fauci. Uh, I don't think he wins that award, but he does win the Tammany Hall corrupt award. But in any case, this uh, if anybody's going to clean this up, it, it's going to have to be Robert Kennedy. We said this in a post in April. Like I said, I was a, like, uh, with a little girl in Holly, well, with, a, with a little girl on South Padre Island, I looked around and saw which way the wind blows. And, and I, 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 along with, with Phil and her age, nominated Kennedy and back in, and you can see the article in the Human. It's it's April of 2020, uh, and I said he would have to run. Uh, I don't care if he wanted to run or not. Uh, we were talking about that with Mrs. Hunter. She brought up the fact that he's reluctant to run because he may ru- lose the power he's already got. Which, you know, what we're seeing now, or and he, uh, we talked about it less, less, less on the porch about the Hudson River and and the rivers uh, by Detroit where where Phil grew up. Uh, you know, you could light a match and, and set them on fire, man. Uh, it was like, so, and, uh, you know, Kennedy went through that in his New Hampshire speech to the delegates, which will be posted with this. He goes through how he, how he cleaned up the Hudson River. To the point where now people are fishing the Hudson River in the middle of New York City and catching 40-pound stripers off the, off the piers. Uh, and, and you could go swimming in that water. Uh, you could light a match and light it on fire. And that was one of the, uh, you know, they used to do it. Uh, and... Now it's all cleaned up. Uh, having grown up and saw what they did to the Great South Bay, uh, uh, where I lived, which was one sixth of the nation's food supply, and that was the inspiration for my sister's career, uh, I, I, I saw how, how, how they they can put profit in front of the food supply and in front of the, like your your most important natural resources, and they they destroyed the South Bay that way which was the impetus for my sister to become. She worked very closely with Kennedy in the early days uh, on the water, uh, the water supply. But uh, I, I, saw, I saw all this. So uh, th- th- this, what's going on now, we talked about it in East Palestine. You have 470 toxic spills in this country since 2020. You had a thousand train derailments last year. God only knows what was on those trains because those manifests are getting changed by BlackRock. Uh, which recently, now Phil brings to my attention that the EPA has found dioxin in in, uh, in uh, East Palestine. As Tucker Carlson also brought on as uh, an expert, uh, this guy named Scott, who was tested in sixty different places all over the country. Uh, he also found dioxin there. And if there's dioxin there, it's not what they're saying it was. It's, it's, what, it's what Yoshi was saying it was. It was that, that vinyl, vinyl chloride. And they were using it to clean spent fuel rods. 
and they shipped it under the manifest of vinyl chloride, which is not nearly as toxic and doesn't form dioxins. You know, that's one of the things that I have not seen is anybody testing, any testing whatsoever for radioactivity of those materials. I don't see it. Um, so it, it, it's very difficult without that kind of testing to verify without going back to this company that's cleaning the spent fuel rods and doing a subpoena to get their records to see what they're using and see what kind of shipments are going in and out. Um, you would think some attorney general, like the Ohio attorney general or the Missouri attorney general. But BlackRock owns Ohio. They own the governor. Well, they own the government <laughs> everywhere. Um, you know, every, every state in the union save a couple. They don't own this state, as far as I can see, you know? Well, what I don't know is how much of the Tennessee state retirement funds are in BlackRock accounts. See, therein lies the, the catch-22 with these states and BlackRock being in bed with BlackRock. Because the state has to worry about continuing to pay all this retirement money, and the only way they do that is to put the state's retirement funds into something that makes money so they can continue to pay uh, and increase payments to individuals. Um, that entire retirement system is, is based upon how much money can we make off of investing people's retirement funds that they gave us into um, programs and mutual funds and whatever, uh, real estate trusts and so on, all of these different things and products that BlackRock sells, and then everybody gets charged usury, and it's, uh, it's pretty difficult for somebody at, at a state comptroller's level to say to the state governor and all of the former employees that are drawing retirement pay, we can't pay your retirement pay because we didn't make any money last month. So they go to people like BlackRock and say, oh yeah, we'll give you 5% a month on your money. And, and how they do it is by raping the planet. Well, you know, it's almost, well, it's not almost, it, it, it's, it's like a repetitive pattern in history. Now, didn't we start with Robert Kennedy, Senator Robert Kennedy, and his vendetta against the Teamsters and Jimmy Hoffa? For the very same reasons Phil just, just mentioned. This was a union. And where did the union invest all its funds? They invested it all in organized crime. And this, this, this incited, uh, he went on a crusade, Robert Kennedy, uh, it may not have been the cause of his assassination. I think that was more because uh, he would have went after the people that killed his brother if he had attained the White House. But uh, that, that he was hated. He was hated by the, 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 the bureaucrats for what he did. And uh, we have the same situation, again, repeating itself with BlackRock and Vanguard. Uh, pension funds and, and 401k plans... Uh, and they, they're being invested in people who they couldn't care less if they killed all of us, and they really couldn't. Uh, you just look in Fink's face, 
and you see he's appropriately named Fink. He looks like a Fink. Uh, he looks like a rat. But and it, it amazes me that all of these guys were able to walk away from the Lehman Brothers failures uh, scot-free. Yeah, yeah, well, my uncle was down with that, with this Milken and the rest of them, uh, with the Penny Stocks and then the Lehman Brothers, with the, uh, uh, that, well, they're going to do it again now uh, with the uh, failed bank, uh, <laughs> the SBP, the SBP, SBB, uh, and then we got the other one, Signature, collapsed. Two of the biggest, second and third biggest banks ever to collapse. Uh, you know, let's see if anybody will probably see the uh, the same people over and over again. Uh, the guy that was really in charge of uh, of the uh, uh, of the Silicon Valley Bank was also in charge of the Lehman Brothers uh, when it collapsed. Uh, that's his specialty, collapsing big banks. Uh, Bringing us back to our original subjects. Robert Kennedy Jr. kind of completes the circle, no? I mean, wasn't it images of him kneeling before the coffin? There's no more, it's probably more American than the paintings of Whistler. Uh, we all know that story. We, when he was a little kid, we, we all have that image embedded in our brain. An uncle and a father martyred for this country. If we put him back in office, and maybe some of you are Christians, some of you are Muslim, some of you are Buddhist, whatever. But this, it's almost like a spell. It's almost like a, a, a theological thing, something something religious. By putting this guy back in, uh, well, putting the Kennedys back in power, we're kind of like completing a circle. If you don't go back to the past you, you once traveled, you'll never find your way home. We're in a situation as... We've got another presidential election looming. Um, we've got a year and a half to talk about it. Um, that is going to make or break. And Orange Man Bad, they're... Uh, they're going to arrest him Tuesday, he says now. Okay. Well, that'll be interesting to see. Um whether or not once he's arrested he keeps his new Facebook page or not. <laughs> um, well, we'll get more hits. <laughs> but whether or not it's an R or a D is immaterial. Whether or not it's a politician or a businessman is immaterial. In my mind, and it always has been, it's about the character of the individual. What have they done? What have they done for the good of the American people, what have they done for humanity, what have they done for the planet versus uh, how much money have they made or how many people can they convince with their political rhetoric that they're the guy. Um, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has by and large uh, 
been influential in all of the positive areas that we talk about as far as health. Well, if you sue a company that's polluting and you win, you've just increased the health of the people. If you uh, make others aware of problems and show them solutions, then you have provided a means for them to better themselves. Um, the real issue we have today is, is corruption, 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 because of millions, if not billions on this planet, abdicating their responsibility to care for themselves. Uh, they believe that it's the government's duty to do so. And they will point to, well, the Civil War solved that issue as, as their only recourse to countering the necessity for people to reshuffle. And that reshuffle meaning being with like-minded people. And I've said this time and time and time again. This is one of the few places on the planet where you can vote with your feet. If you don't like living in California, you leave. That's why we've seen so many people leave California. You don't like the politicians and you don't like the corruption and you don't like the, the, the handout kings in New York City. Well, you do what Jack did. You leave New York City. Um, we're able to do that. But if at the national level, they keep stomping and stomping on the states and the municipalities that are still somewhat free um, by federal legislation, which is extra constitutional, uh, then sooner or later, those who see that as such, that imposition of federal extortion, um, they will finally come together in, in great enough numbers to have an effect. Well, I can, all I can do is, uh, I can't, I, I can't just, uh, I can't pick, uh, you know, uh, pick a candidate, uh, other but, than RFK. Well, I mean, like, I can't, I can't put him in office. Uh, I can only recommend him. Uh, I'm going to keep my end up and, and keep uh, keep him in the spotlight uh, as long as he wants to stay there. Um, like I, I, I said to, to Mrs. Hunter, uh, you know, all, all the gains that that man made, I, and I think that's why he knows he's got to run. He's seeing them all. They're all being lost. Uh, they're spitting up. They like children spitting up blood in East Palestine now. Uh yeah, it's on the mainstream media too. Tucker Carlson's reporting on it. Uh, these dioxins, <laughs> you know, well, uh, dioxins are measured in one part per trillion. All other contaminants are measured in one part per billion, one part per million. That's how toxic dioxin is. Uh, if we don't put a stop to this. We will die, whether it's at the hands of Dr. Fauci 
or it's at the hands of BlackRock so they can make a profit, or it's at the hands of these insane, warmongering neocons in D.C. who, we, we are on the precipice of World War III. And I've never seen Democrats being as hawkish toward war as they have been since Biden got in office. Oh, now they're the war party. Yeah, yeah. But they're led by Republicans like Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham, you know. Uh, uh, they're, they're the most war happy of all. I mean, Lindsey Graham, uh, you'd think he, he grew up in battle. Uh, he's, he thinks he's Thor, you know. <laughs> you think he was another John McCain. Yeah, well, at least John McCain had war experience. What did Lindsey? I know he was in the army, but what, what was his specialty? Easter egg coloring, you know? <laughs> no, that's today's army. <laughs> well, he was, he's a pro- prototype for today's army, you know? Yeah, that's it. Don't ask, don't tell. That was written on his underwear when he was in the army. Uh, anyway, the, we as the people, we we need a grassroots protests in the street. They have to understand they're not going to move the primary from New Hampshire to Lindsey Graham's state. Uh, They're not going to move it to Fetish State either. And they're not going to move it to New York or California either. It stays in New Hampshire where the 80-year-old woman who studies the Wall Street Journal every morning and knows better questions to ask than anybody in the mainstream media. It stays there. That's why they do their their first primaries in uh, Iowa, because it's the middle of the country, and it is a they believe it to be a cross section of the country. Um, it'll be interesting to see how these play out. Um, you bring up primaries. Uh, there was some rumblings for the last couple of weeks, and I haven't followed it that they're grooming. Uh, Mr. Michael Obama, I mean Michelle Obama, oh my God. Um, as a, a Democratic shoe-in for the nomination. Um, that would be quite something. To well, see. we could share dresses with our, our, our head of nuclear waste management, you know, the ones they stole from the Tanzanian designer. Right. And he parades around, and mm-hmm. we could put Michael in some of those dresses, yeah. No, these people are sick, and Kennedy knows they're sick, and Kennedy will go after them. I I have faith. I keep telling you. Uh, you may think this, me saying this is is, is uh, you know coming from me, but I, I believe in the powers that be. I believe in God. I believe things can work out. And I believe in the Constitution if we get back to it. Well, so that's what Kennedy, that's what his main platform is. And we get rid of the 70,000 or 80,000 laws that are not uh, even near constitutional but accepted by everyone. Um, He's appalled that the Democrats have led the assault on the First Amendment. Uh, He he talks about that in the Jimmy Dore uh, interview. I mean, his party is now the party of censorship. That's our First Amendment, and without the First Amendment, we have nothing. Well, totalitarianism is what it is, and and the greater the power, the more totalitarian they're going to be. It's a it's a vicious snowball, a snowball made in hell. Well, how else could you put a two hundred and twenty pound ex linebacker in office and, and say she's the most beautiful woman in the world unless you control the media? You know, 
Michael becomes Michelle, and if they tell these people, and I'm telling you there's something in that vaccine, uh, you want me to go back and get the research, the early research, when they were, uh, everybody was vaccinated, wanted to have a war with the Ukraine, uh, Russia over the Ukraine. These were studies done a year, a year and a half ago. I have them. They're in the Z, plan Z plan. I produced them. There's something in that vaccine that causes these people to lose their cognizance, uh, their sentience. And, and, and uh, you can talk to them all day and you can convince them of something, but they go home, they turn on the evening news or they read the, uh, the Times in the morning uh, and uh, they forget everything you said and their programs. They, that's where they're getting their programming from. That and the cell phone towers... Uh, Speaking of the Mandela effect, we also just produced uh, a movie and a book by Stephen King from supposedly, I think it was 2006, about the phone phonies, the phone people. And uh, it's another zombie apocalypse, and uh, this time revolving around the cell phone towers. Uh, I don't recall Stephen King writing a book like that or that movie. But it's there now, and it's, uh, it was put up in the human. I'll put that in this post for you, too. Go ahead, Phil. I'm uh, thinking about cell towers and uh, something I was reading this morning uh, regarding the number of medical devices, quasi-medical devices, that are being marketed uh, as ways to treat various maladies with frequency, radio frequencies, electronic, electromagnetic waves. And, the, and what the study that this guy did shows is that for every one device that has actually been through the scientific process and peer-reviewed, there are many, many out there that are not beneficial and at worst detrimental regardless of, of how they're marketed. And, the, and just like with the vaccines and medications and any type of um, beneficial, beneficially marketed or product marketed as being beneficial. There's a hundred that aren't, but they've got good marketing people behind them. Therein lies the crux of this. Um, when you talk about the effects of electromagnetic radiation, there are a list as long as your arm of those things that need to be identified to determine the effectiveness as well as the um, dangers of influencing our individual uh, electronic biosphere um, by introduction of electromagnetic waves. Uh, the ones that are being used medically, uh, the studies have shown are very effective and they're being used all the time. Uh, ultrasound is a, is a good case in point. 
You ever gone to a chiropractor and had them put an ultrasound on your back? It gets nice and hot. Um, it works very, very well. But the uh, backside of that is, of course, that too much heat will kill a cell. Um, a lot of these things that are being marketed, like 5G and 6G cell towers and those sorts of things, they get that energy up to the level, even if it's uh, spurious energy, uh, that it is damaging to the human body, whether it's you carrying a cell phone in your pocket causing uh, some kind of uh, bone or blood cancer, or having it tucked in your ear all day via Bluetooth, and um, you know the incidence of brain cancer going up. The... I I don't even use my phone unless I'm on speaker. I really don't. <laughs> well, I'm I'm learning more and more to keep it away from me, because um, I don't need the distraction to begin with. But really? There, yeah. Well, I stopped looking at texts years ago. There's a there's a really big push um, by that military industrial complex to find a way to make people compliant, whether it's comply with a, uh, a call to action to buy something or comply by sitting there zombified watching uh, America's Got Talent or whether it is uh, causing people to kill their neighbor. Uh, all of those things are possible through the manipulation of those brain waves, whether it be through an external source or an internal source rece receiving signals from an external source. Uh, MK Ultra is a, you know, comes right back to that that same program. Uh, people have have used propaganda. Um, but that still relied on the person receiving the propaganda making the right choice. If you have a means by which to have people controlled so that they make the choices you tell them to make, that's the, the boon to every politician and every salesperson on the planet. Well, that's the real crux of the matter here. That's why we must put... Robert F. Robert Kennedy Jr. in the White House. The crux of the whole COVID fiasco, and long before that, like I told you, it started in the AAU, the American Association of Universities, being passed around, uh, is they want to inject you with a self-assembling nano-platform, which they can control, through, through frequencies because they're going to mix it with a bacteria that responds to certain frequencies, which they call auto-induces, a uh, type of quorum sensing, and you will lose your soul because your soul is your ability to think freely, to have free will to make a decision. You'll no longer have that. There are those that are going to be immune to it simply for some of the papers that I read 
from Hal Pudorf when I stayed with the DOD. Uh, I remember one incident where a guy who was technically brain dead kept scoring 127 on an IQ test. And I, I'm familiar with uh, the work of Dr. Carl Breben, the uh, father of the holonomic brain theory. Uh, they cannot find a locality in the brain, or well, for that matter, in the body, for consciousness, for memory, uh, because your soul does not reside in your body. Uh, at least beyond not, space and time. Right. At least not in this dimension. It is beyond this but that Reality. is only for those who are more evolved uh, spiritually than, than, than. That's why only a small percentage are immune to this spike protein that Dr. Frankenstein Fauci engineered, along with all these other uh, these, these, these uh, saints. These, 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 uh, we have all their names. We know who they are. And, and, and many of them are in China, too. Uh, the, the DOD wasn't worried about defending you. Uh, they went over in China, and the, they taught the bat lady how to do the same thing they were doing with engineering these diseases. Uh, and, uh, they taught the Chinese military. So, uh, I, And I, I realize there are those of you within the Department of Defense that find this appalling. Well, you better act on it. I think it comes down to the oaths that a lot of our people, it, it, supposedly in public service, particularly law enforcement, uh, the military, have taken. Uh, and you've taken an oath to do the right thing, I know that. You've taken an oath to protect the people at the cost of your own life. It's probably going to cost you your life. I mean, Robert Kennedy Jr. is running regardless of the fact that he knows they killed his father and they killed his uncle. Uh, and maybe, maybe you'll take some inspiration from that. Maybe you are going to get killed. <coughs> I thought I was going to get killed since 2015. I went, I went to go stay with the Jacksonville Naval Day, so having no intention really of coming back. And Phil could tell you, he came out there to see. He, was, he, he visited when we... Uh, on my stay on the St. Augustine on the hotel on the beach uh, with these strange, strange people. Uh, Phil didn't think I was going to come back either, I don't think. That's why he came all the way out from Tennessee. <laughs> but I did come back, and I'm still here. And like I said, I, I, can't, I, can't select the, I can't select the president. I can just recommend, and I strongly recommend, if we want to avoid balkanization, and, and now we, uh, at this point, uh, war with Russia and China and China and China, uh, we will have to put Robert Kennedy Jr. in office. Well, we have to withdraw um, our support, direct support, as well as tacit support to uh, the rest of the world. And, and yes, we can be concerned about environment, and yes, we can be concerned about pollution and children and, and health matters, but as long as our production continues to go overseas in the way of money, because production is money, uh, 
to buy friends, to buy uh, specific uh, resources in a particular country, when all of that is available here, uh, we're going to have to withdraw that support and let people in those other countries stand on their own. Uh, that doesn't mean we don't take care of the environmental issues and the banking issues and the, the military issues for ourselves. But until those billions and billions and billions that keep going to everyone else is used at home, we're going to be continually fed the propaganda of why you must provide for somebody else when you don't even provide for your neighbor next door. Um, and, and I think Robert Kennedy's got a good handle on what needs to be changed and the direction we need to go. And as long as it's not consolidation of power under the World Economic Forum, NATO, uh, the UN, the, the, whom? the World Health Organization, yeah. Or consolidation of power under Washington, D.C. for just this nation. It, as long as somebody is against that consolidation or the consolidation of the banking industry under a, quote, central bank, um, which we've had since 1913, um, if somebody's against all of that consolidation of power into one place, then I'm going to look at them really hard. Um, and, and that would likely be my recommendation and at the moment Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is is the guy I'm gonna certainly be looking very very closely at because of all the candidates out there that have made their names known whether they've formally declared or not um, he he's the one that I think has the best interests of, of the American people and humanity at, at heart because it's shown to have and it's not all about the almighty dollar. Right, right. Well, like I, I told one of the commenters on VT, don't, don't let a speech impediment deafen you to the roar of a lion. Well, Edward, because, King Edward in England had a speech impediment. Right, right. Uh, He's not going to give Hitler, Hitler a scoop speeches. We, we're going to have to forget about stuff like that. Uh, or even Obama-like speeches, for that matter. But look at the content. This guy was voted by a, a panel of his peers as one of the five greatest trial lawyers in the world. He's sharp as a tack. And I, I, I trust him. I trust him to lead us. Uh, well, look I, at all the people who like Joe Biden, and he's got a speech impediment. He can't talk. <laughs> he can't finish a freaking sentence. He's got a brain impediment. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> And don't stop filling up everybody's door that they bring on the podium. But well, there is that. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. We, uh, are we almost out of time, Phil? No, we're not? Oh, okay. Uh, Phil's, oh, well, two minutes, he says. He's a, he's a military man. He's, he wants to be exact all the time. <laughs> we give him a monocle. He can be a German field marshal. Uh but, uh, <laughs> but I don't have the hawking down yet. <laughs> but in any case, 
I, like I started this off with, uh, you know, I feel a little roast because, uh, you know, I, 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 there's a lot of things about this country that I love, uh, particularly the free speech. Uh, I mean, guys like Loki and Kaminsky can say whatever they want about Jews. Uh, you know, uh, I think that's a great asset in a, in a world where... Uh, if you don't have free speech, then you don't have dialogue to find common ground. Well, yeah, DeSantis in Florida passing laws that you can't say anything about Jews. Well, so Jews own BlackRock. Jews own Vanguard. Jews own, Jews own the media. Jews own the medical profession. Jews own the academic profession. Jews own the legal profession. If we can't talk about Jews, we're in a lot of trouble, man. We're in a lot of trouble. That's why DeSantis and Trump are, are take a walk. Baltius, Baltius. Uh, the only man for the job is Robert Kennedy Jr. And having said that, I, I, I want to get to my blog uh, or, or what Phil's been working on, the new uh, human. Uh, now I watch every day. Yes, they, they, they're, they're subtracting likes now, uh, and they're just getting foolish with the whole thing. Uh, you know, uh, and I don't know if it's going to help, but we're going to jump. We're going to jump uh, from Substack onto this new blog. Uh, Phil will handle all the particulars for you paid subscribers. Uh, you'll still have the same guarantees and everything else. Yeah, the other day, uh, one of my biggest donors, uh, he had two emails registered with Substack. So he wanted me to take one off. So I, instead of waiting for Phil, I'm like, oh, I can do that. And, and I go in and I, I take it off. And he goes, it just sent me a letter that you said that you're refunding me three hundred and ninety dollars. He's like, I didn't want that. And I said, I didn't want that either. <laughs> but in any case, uh, we're gonna make a more user friendly site for me who's who's computer inept. And we're gonna make it more user friendly for you, too, who's probably almost as inept as I am, unless you got Phil's background. But he's been working on it for years and it's about ready to be launched and uh, you'll be getting emails on it. It's coming soon. We're, we're almost there. Um, a couple of things left. Uh, we've, in the past, we've used Stripe. Stripe works really well. We use Stripe with Substack. Um, so the, the security and safety of, of personal information will, will be maintained. Um, bank account information, as always, is going to be uh, maintained by Stripe. They're very adept. Really, and if we owe you any money, they, not, they, they, they just froze my bank account because of that $390. Uh, the Stripe will, will look out for you before they look out for their, the, the vendor. And last week I told you that I was going to do a survey to some of our subscribers. Um, that will be out as soon as I've got one last thing that done on the uh, new site. You'll see surveys, and I'll welcome all your feedback. Um, and I think that's about it for this week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us for today's Conversations from the Porch. To view and listen to Jack's work, subscribe at jackhart.substack.com. We hope you found today's conversation interesting and informative. Join us next time for Jack Hart's Conversations from the Porch.